0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ami Tuckered Out. I'm producer Nizar Babul. Today's episode is one for the foodies out there. And even if you aren't a foodie, fret not, you're sure to enjoy this very informal brown table talk Ami had with a group of wonderful women behind the YouTube channel Instapot with Poonam. Ami popped open a couple bottles of wine to share with Nikki, Dimple, and Poonam, and they chat about how their friendship started and eventually the show as well. And as is now tradition on the show, you know Ami snuck in some uh, wild questions in there. Check out their YouTube page by just searching for Instapotten with Poonam. And of course, all their recipes can be found at their website, instapottenwithpoonam.com. We'll have those links in the show notes. So grab a glass, keep the wine flowing. we have got Ami coming up with Nikki, Dimple, and Poonam next.
1: I'm here with Instapon with Punam team, and can you guys just introduce yourselves? My name is Nikki Patel. My role in this is I handle all of the video shooting, video producing, editing, and then help with the overall like social media strategy, and then eventually brand partnerships. <laughs>
2: I'm Dimple, and um, my role is pretty much recipe development and also
3: helping with social media. And I'm Poonam Patel, um, which I am the lucky one who's on the camera and follow the instructions from Nikki and Nimple. Bhunam, we you. Gotcha. <laughs> so
4: I wanted to start off uh, the interview, and I think a lot of people want to know, how did you guys all meet?
1: I'm yeah. going to let Nikki take that one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we've all been friends for a really long time. We all met maybe 10, 12 years ago, but we all crossed paths before that, years prior to. So I'll tell you my story with Dimple first, and then she can take it from there. But um, a long time ago, um, we're super Bollywood. So have you ever heard of that band, Stereo Nation, growing up? Yeah. So we were huge Stereo Nation fans, and he came into concert in Dallas. And so it was this old place called Bronco Bowl. And I went to the Bronco Bowl, at the time, now my husband...
4: Bunkerable in Dallas. In Dallas. Okay. Bronco Bowl. Bronco
1: Bowl. Bon- oh, I'm not like, Bunkerable. <laughs> I was like, damn. That would have been, been a lot more. Yeah. That would have yeah. a The, yeah. been
4: a
3: the wine almost came out right here.
1: Yes. <laughs> Welcome
4: to the podcast, yes. my friends.
1: <laughs> so now my husband, but then just a crush, we all went together to this concert. And so he had a full-on, like, the named t-shirts on and everything. And so we were, like, partying so hard at this concert. And Taz, the head of Stair Nation, was like, dude get those guys, bring them backstage, they're so crunk. And so after the concert, we all hung out.
4: Did you just say crunk? Yeah. Amazing.
1: But it was like the, nicest, was like the I 90s. 90s. I, yes. I, really I, I had to relive thousands. that, guys, because <laughs> some of us were
4: around in the 90s as well.
1: So all the guys went backstage, and then here I am loitering like a groupie, like hanging out in front of the stage, like, okay, I didn't get to go backstage. So then next thing you know, this guy walks out and he's like, okay, so who's the guys back there? If you are, go backstage, right? And so I'm sitting there, and then before I can raise my hand that I'm with the guys... This girl comes in and she's like, I'm with the guys. I'm with the guys. And next thing you know, she zips backstage. I'm like, that was my shot to go backstage. And this chick like took my spot. Okay. Cut to like. She cock you. Oh, 100%. Totally. Cut to eight years later. My husband and I are now full on dating and I'm like meeting all of his friends and it's all hunky dory. and Fun times. I meet this girl Dimple and like we became really good friends. We like connected immediately. We were like on the same page. Maybe six months into our friendship, we were like, oh, my God, did you go to this concert? Did you go to that concert? It's like, I went to the Steering Nation concert. I'm like, oh, that bitch. Yes. <laughs> and I put two and two together, and Dimple was the one who cock-blocked me to go backstage. So that's how our friendship Girl.
4: started. That's, that's a beautiful way to start, though.
1: I mean, but I forgave her. So I, I mean, I we can are. see. I forgave <laughs> yeah. her after.
4: So that's what's it. your point of you, Dimple? Sure, it probably happened
2: like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she admits it. She yeah. knows, She knows. She knows how she is. Got it.
2: No, but I was um, really good friends with Deepesh, who is also Punam's husband, yes, and he was part of the guys who had the Sierra Nation shirts on. So I actually did attend the concert with the guys. So to my defense, you're
4: like God Nikki. I mean, was so To her defense,
1: she's like to my defense.
3: Yes. So basically, know. she doesn't agree with you at all. No. Yeah. No. So we all different. We all met actually before we actually became friends. So like right. Nikki and I actually did Full now which is like traditional Indian yep. dancing, when I absolutely yeah. hated it. Yes. Hated it. Yes.
1: I loved it. Hated it. I loved, it. It, I loved and it. I loved
3: sports. <laughs> and she was like this graceful dancer and I was not. So me and her cousin were always in the back. Yeah. And we joke about that now. You sound so, like me yeah. basically. I was um, an awkward but not. But to then be a we answer. all connected again through our Friends and actually our husbands. So right. we all started to hang out more. So Deepesh and Dimple were very close before I even met them. Um, just basically coming to college. And she was the first one like that really helped him. And he just had a really strong bond with her. Okay. And then I met her and the same thing happened with me. Yeah. Um, and it was at the right time that I needed her. And since then, it's, it's just flourished. And then Nikki came. And Nikki's story is actually really funny. So we're all very... Boys, you know, no one was really into like, oh, my God, let's look so cute for the boys and like hang yeah. out. And we were yeah. like beach volleyball every Friday, beer, yeah. volleyball, let's go. Yeah. I was the only girl pretty much playing. Um, and so, and I was one of the guys. So I was always one of the guys. Yeah. And so we're playing and all of a sudden this really pretty girl comes in this hot pink dress. Oh, God. And I was like, who is that girl? <laughs> Who's and I was like, who is that? And so they was like, oh, that's Nikki. And I was like, but she's wearing a dress. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and so to, in no. her defense, she thought, Liv told her, hey, come and hang out with my friends. And she was dressed. It was very
1: nice, but it was just really funny because she showed up in her really cute dress. at volleyball. To this day, it is still so sticking point in our marriage because he literally always like, "Oh, we're gonna be doing like dinner," and I'm like, "Cool. Is it fancy? No, no, it's casual. And it's like black tie." Or, "Hey, we're gonna be going X, Y, and Z. am like, "Cool. Is it gonna be black tie? No, it's super casual." And I come like in a gown. I'm like, "You gotta get my dress support." Like, it's just—it's
4: yeah. not her fault that she was hot. No, it wasn't it's
1: her fault. It it was had I amazing. had known it was sand volleyball, I love sand volleyball. Yeah. I would have played. But he's—I like, feel like
4: this is like the brown version of Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. Right. Started then, like our own, like, musical, yeah,
3: yeah, and then, yeah, we just all clicked actually. Yeah. Probably what 12, 11, 12 years ago, yeah. I don't yeah. know, it's been yeah. a long time now, but and everyone's from Dallas, right?
1: Uh, pretty I, much, yeah. yeah, in the North Texas, I guess. Yeah. Area, I
3: was born and raised in Dallas,
4: okay, yeah, same. so was she. You love each other, you're over the hot pink dress, yeah, <laughs> you love each other, besties, sisterhood. How did this idea come about?
3: Uh, so basically, what happened was my mom had gifted me. An instant pot. It was in the box for a year. I'd never touched it because I was like, "Who's going to deal with a pot with buttons on it? I don't got time for that." I had just had me running. Who has time for a really quick right (laughs) machine? Because at the time, you know, you're you're in the newborn phase of your second kid. Your first kid is going haywire. You don't know what the hell is happening. You don't even know when you've taken a bath last. Yeah, you know. And so then someone brings you this pot, and I'm like, "Okay, no." So basically, Same. your mom was My mom the one was that. Mom was very nice, and she was the one that ignited this whole. Got thing. it. Um, yes. And so she had a very good intent, and because of her, I used Intanpot. I'll go ahead and say that. All right. Um, and then I was raving to these girls because they were like, "How is it that y'all are? You're, like, you're at cooking, and then you're working out, and things like that." And then we had gone. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. no, no. Okay,
3: fine. Backtrack.
1: Backtrack. It. Okay, so we we all went to a musical here in Dallas called Kinky Boots one night, and so we were in an Uber going to dinner before Kinky Boots. And we got an Uber. It's like a 20-minute drive to get to the place we're having dinner at. Twenty-minute drive. And Buddha's like, I made mug yesterday. I made this the other day. I'm like, how are you making this food? And like you're like going to work every day, eight to five, coming home, two kids, like mug takes like morning time, like mm, putting yeah. it in the water, soaking it, all this stuff. I'm like, I don't even have kids, I still can't make mug every day. It's yeah. ridiculous. And so she's like, The instant pot, it's so great. I make this <laughs> and I make that. And it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I can do X, Y, and Z and da, da, da da. da. Twenty-minute car ride. And we're like, whoa, that's so cool, amazing. We get to our destination, and we get out of the car, and the Uber driver's like, you girls sound like an infomercial. No one even asked him. You were just like, "We <laughs> sound like an infomercial for the Instant Pot. We're like, what? Okay, cool. So then have dinner. Next thing you know, we're at Kinky Boots. Everyone's, you know, having a couple of drinks, and we're like, Instant Pot's so cool. Instant Pot's so cool. <laughs> the next morning, I wake up, and I start Googling the Instant Pot for Gujarati food, and I'm like, there's nothing out there. Like, nothing's on YouTube. Really, really. Yeah. Like, no one's doing it. Yeah. So then I start a WhatsApp chain. Like, every good idea starts on a WhatsApp chain, I feel yeah. like, of like, something. Yeah. I'm like, ladies, nothing's out there. We gotta do something. And they're like, okay. And I was like, no. I was like, on the
3: internet? You want me to be on the computer and people can see me on the <laughs> computer? That? What is this internet? <laughs> <laughs> internet? <laughs> on the YouTube? And <laughs> <so I said laughs> no on day one.
1: But then on day two. <laughs> and then on day two, I was like, fine. <laughs> and if you know Bunum, Bunum is like the most helpful kind wants to be like there for people, teach people kind of person. And being in PR, I completely capitalized on that. And I was yeah. like, you can help so many people. Yeah. <laughs> people don't yeah. you even know how to do it. And she's yeah. like, okay, I can help people. You're like, let me PR your yeah, ass right course, now. Course. Yeah. Well I think so, um Lipech was a big
3: person to advocate. I mean he he saw that I was bored in boring mom syndrome. I was in that routine. And he just saw like I would wake up, come home, the same thing, I would get bored. Yeah. I'm just one of these spontaneous Before I had kids, I'd just love to be like, where do you want to go today? Let's get up. Pack your bag. You know, and I I can't, I wasn't able to do that back then. Um, And so he pushed me to do it. And he was like, look, it's going to be fun. It's with your two best friends. Yeah, Nothing bad can come out of this. Like, you're going to be helping people. Just do it. The next day, they already had a logo and they were figuring it out. Yeah, that
1: was a Sunday. She said no. Monday, we convinced her. Last March. Last March. Okay. So it'll be a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, my husband's really into like attempting to make logos and stuff. He's not a graphic designer, but he's not too bad at it. Okay. He was like, I got a logo for you and like made a logo. We like, I had like a color scheme. We had like, I bought the URL on GoDaddy, everything. By Thursday we had it all and then like Saturday morning we just kind of broomed out and we're like, okay, let's record what are we gonna make. And so that we to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I happen to have a ring light from work and a camera, and I brought it over I'm like, we'll figure this out. We can I can Google anything. Like, yeah. We can Google how to do this yeah. Yeah. and figure it out. And so that was that.
4: I guess so I I dusted a video with you guys and I'm kinda of, kinda of getting a sense of who <laughs> doesn't <what>. like <laughs> What would you say are each of your roles and responsibilities right now? And do you think? I mean, I know everyone has their own talent and and uh, skills, but do the roles and responsibility also reflect kind of your personalities?
0: Totally. totally. Okay,
4: so <laughs> explain that because people don't know you guys personally. So kind so of first, kind, kind of do kind of add the personal reasons why okay. you think that's your role. So
3: can we do it about each other, or you want us to do it by ourselves? You can. T- you're drinking you wine, my friend.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so I want to rave. We couldn't do this without Dimple because yes. before we did Party with Punam, Dimple has Thanksgiving at her house every year. And I'm not talking about like, go, let me go to Walmart, like buy the casseroles and put it in the oven. I'm talking about, I'm going to make every single thing, like three days starting to prep, like amazing. She's just an amazing cook. Got it. The other thing with Dimple is she, again, she wants to help everybody. She's just really, really big hearted. Do anything at any time, and so I think this really fits. This is my personal opinion. I think this really fits what she likes to do. She, her special interest is cooking, she's great at it. Her family was good at it, yeah. Um, and Nikki has more to add, so I'm gonna go over there to her. <laughs> and but.
1: Dimple is someone who can like literally hack anything, like if we go out to eat somewhere, we're like traveling around the world somewhere, and we like you know something in Africa or, like, something in India. She's like, okay, we come home, and Dimple has it hacked in, like, a week. She's like, this is what was in it. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. It's how you make it. And, like, she'll do it, and then she'll make a healthy version, and, like, a this version. And you're yeah. like, how do you do that? That's incredible. Like, so how do you do it? Um, I think it's just a
4: passion
2: and years of watching Food Network. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Food, Network Food Network is amazing.
2: It's amazing. Um, yeah, just I, I think just over the years, like – I think I first started cooking when I was 11 just out of necessity for dad. And then, um, mom had to go somewhere to visit my grandmother. So started cooking. And then ever since then, it's just been a passion. I started with Gujarati food and I hated cooking Gujarati food. Then I learned, okay, I can go out cook all these other cuisines and I love them. So, um, Started inviting the friends over, and I love just seeing their faces light up when they do eat my food. So that's where I
1: come in. I love to eat food a lot. Yeah, same. I love eating food. Like I love eating out. I love eating at home. I right. love eating at yeah. friends' houses. I'll eat anything. Like I will try anything. I'm a game for it, and so I just love food. So, so it's Let's so nice it. to
4: hear that, by the way, but from a woman and a South Asian woman. But we'll get to that later. So Dimple, you were saying it came out of necessity. And so you're doing what? I, I kind of wonder, are, do you want to be like, would you want to be a full-time chef? My ultimate kinda...
2: dream is to open my own restaurant. Okay. Um, but it seems like it went, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Yes. Okay. That's an ultimate dream. But right now, I think this is a great, like, median.
4: Okay. So, so you, didn't, you didn't go to school for it? No, I did didn't... not. Okay. Everything's self-taught. <laughs> so. Which is even kind of better. And she's
3: like the one that organizes the photo, like how the food should look and where should the shrimp I don't want to be food stylist. The food stylist in her, like, definitely comes out. So then, what do what do you guys do full time, job wise? I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner yeah. by trade. So okay. when we first started this, I was in clinic, okay, um, seeing pediatric patients in obesity. So my background is obesity and obesity treatment, which is why healthy meals was really important to me. Family Interesting. meals is really important to me. Yeah um and now I serve as a consultant. Okay. Um so that's what I do full time.
2: So, I went to college wanting to be a doctor, so I have a degree in biology, but I just I've heard that story. Thanks but no thanks. And then um totally random, I switched over to real estate, so I'm in the title industry
1: now. Okay. So,
4: Oh my god, can you help me sell my Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> And then you, Nikki?
1: I'm in the PR marketing industry, so I work at a boutique PR firm here in Dallas, and we do kind of everything from like PR, marketing, social media, digital strategies, event, all that kind of good stuff. So that's where that comes in play for us to help market better what okay. we do Got it. And
4: awesome. So I want to talk to you guys about the current project in Suplatin. Sure. With them. yeah. So, what is the process like? How do you guys pick your recipes, and what do you record and meetings, and, and how does all that work out for you guys? Can you kind of give me an idea?
1: I'll give you one word. It's WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. we converse a lot over WhatsApp. Yes, and that's how we decide recipes, meetings, order, order, mm-hmm. everything,
3: everything, ordering from Walmart. What do we need from Walmart? Yeah, grocery list. Walmart everything. key. That's key, by the way. That's
4: right. Walmart
1: yes. is key yes. right now.
3: Thank especially you. for free pickups. Sell my house, please. <laughs> <laughs> so Dimple has Dimple has that down
2: on her, how she plays yeah, it we Yeah, well, usually we'll, we'll brainstorm and we'll go around, go about talking about, should we do an Indian recipe? Should we do a breakfast recipe? And we'll kind of figure out two or three genres of food. And then from there, I'll kind of go to the internet and figure out, okay, there's this kind of recipe out there. How can we Indian, Indian it? Or how can we add a twist to it? And yeah. so then we'll agree on it. And then we'll kind of,
4: so does everything have, like you got, do you guys want to Indian fi, Indian fi everything? No, no not okay. everything. Okay. Yeah.
3: No, so, it's, it's just an array of things. I mean, I think that, um, all of us have, now we actually have people who request what they want. Okay. And so then we kind of look at what are the highest things are requested? You know, what are things that would be able to help or, just last minute things, you know, like the sabudana kitchen video was just a last minute Friday night thought I had. I'm like, what if we could do that? And then all day Saturday, I was like, this every hour, I was doing another round of sabudana to figure out the timing. Some of the dishes we have to test. Right. Yeah, yeah. we do test kitchen. Kish- do We have yeah. a test kitchen. Dish. Have you guys
4: ever done a dish that you're like, eh, not going to happen? Yes. Yes. Like Hot a pudding.
1: <laughs> we, yeah. we definitely have videos. F- wow. We have video files that are like, just hanging out in my Dropbox somewhere because we're not going to make the cut. It's yeah. just not going to work out. Just,
3: just because the food wasn't, like, they was not a proper... This didn't turn out.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Got it. We knew that some Guju master is going to come out and be like, that needs to be taken down from YouTube.
1: <laughs> some Auntie's going to come out and yeah. be like, yeah. these are frogs. The wrong. Right.
4: If Auntie's could, like, figure out to access the YouTube videos,
3: <laughs> you'd yeah. be surprised, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, funny oh, story. Sure. I was walking at the lake. I was running around the lake, and on my usual evening, this was like, Probably three months after we launched. And there was these two ladies. They were like, "Punam," And I'm like, uh, do I know them? And I'm, so I'm thinking in my Rolodex of people. Like, have I seen these people before? Never seen them before. And I was like, hello. And they're like, instant Pot? you make it in the Instant Pot. I'm like, oh, my God. And Deepesh is running behind me. And he stops. And they're like 70-year-old women, like, watching Instant Potting with Punam. And one of them lived in Tyler and called her daughter-in-law the day before and told her to go buy one.
4: Next question, what has been your most watched video?
1: Um, babaji So we did Babaji like pretty early on. I think one of our first five videos was mm-hmm. babaji yes. right? And so for those who don't know, Baobaji is like Indian street food. It's like a vegetable curry with like bread. Um, really popular, I think, across all kinds of Indians, like Punjabis, Gujaratis, everyone kind of eats it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think as of right now, we have like 30K views plus 30, over Over
4: 30, 33, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: sure. And so I think that that one's just one of those universally liked Type of videos And so it just has a lot of views. I mean, yeah. I it's, it's incredible to me because I kind of feel like when you ask what's the most viewed and why, we always think a video will be so popular and we get so excited about it and it ends up being not popular and the ones that we don't think will be popular end up like taking off. So yeah. we're still figuring out the rhyme and music yeah. behind it a little right. bit, but that one's an obvious like everyone loves bonbaji, yeah. right? Like, and I think the
3: thing with the bonbaji one, which I predicted it may be a big one, only because the traditional way of making bonbaji has a lot of steps. You know, you have to steam right. all the veggies. Then you have to make sure that the peas are cooked. Then you got to blend it all together and you have you end up with like four pots. Yeah. Which
4: is really It does seem, does seem complicated, yeah, right? Like You know, in the
3: Instant Pot, you can just dump and go and turn it on. and then Dump you know.
4: and go. That might be the name, the That's title my bumper
3: sticker right there of this whole podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. So yes, Pampajee was the biggest.
1: Yeah.
4: And what, what has been kind of the least popular one? Because we got to you know, go both ways.
1: Yeah, uh, I think, not I think, but the least popular ones have been you know, the ones that are non-Indian. Like when we do like a veggie pasta, or a Tex-Mex turkey chili, only because the more we find out, we find a lot of folks look to us for Indian recipes, like Indians and non-Indians, and so they just want that, and so a lot of them just don't care to make everything else. right?
4: Do they, because, do you think it's because they think that kind of dish is easier to make, as easy to make outside?
1: I think so. I think it's one of those things, like what I mentioned, the more complicated it is to make outside the Instant Pot, when you demystify it with the Instant Pot, that's like the added value, whereas like... An easy pasta, you just boil pasta. Yeah. Right? Because I
4: I would think someone like me who's not a great cook, I wouldn't want to come to you guys to learn about pasta.
1: Sure. Right? That's fair. Yeah. Totally fair.
4: Like, you would want to come to you guys to learn about these complicated recipes that
1: that you're trying to simplify. But, like, as we learn and go, I think it's one of those, we, we thought we knew what our demographic was, and we're still learning what it is. And so, at that juncture, we thought it was a lot of moms who were like, help me make life easier. Yeah. And then we're realizing more and more that it's more demystifying the things that are so complicated. Yeah, which that makes sense. Yeah, right. right. And so,
4: and I think, and going back to what you said, Dimple, you Mm -hmm. said you hated cooking Gujarati food. Right. Do you think it's because I feel the same way? I think in my head, at least, it's complicated because I'm my mom just throwing crap everywhere. freaking like it
2: was like break yeah. break dancing I mean, but in a very you bad were, way ending up with like six pots yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Like the and then she
4: would freaking yeah. just do the dishes for an hour right. and my exactly. ass be well, no. watching like full house the not
3: is, like, helping the worst her. part is like you freaking cook for an hour and fifteen minutes, yeah and then you serve it and everyone gets up in fifteen minutes I'm like, I oh, you better get yeah back yeah back yeah home. but they, they would eat eat it. an hour and a half in the kitchen <laughs> and then my poor mom would would be scrubbing shit and and daddy be watching TV yeah I mean We'll get to well, that.
4: We'll get the gender later.
3: Daddy,
4: my daddy had to clean in the kitchen. My daddy. Oh, my yeah, daddy, daddy. Is too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like I just can't imagine. So I feel like for Gujarati food, there, it's not. An, I hate to say there's some kind of negative connotation with it.
2: There is. It's not there efficient.
4: Absolutely, but it sucks because yeah. it's a.
3: It's it's such a beautiful. Right.
4: Cuisine. Is it honestly, cuisine, I right? Think that like
3: Gujarati food is one of my favorite foods, but it's, it's a matter of efficiency that was not ideal, and so the instant pot helps you make it ideal. Yeah, and makes which you, is amazing. It it makes you able to cook it and enjoy it in the time that you would have cooked it traditionally. Yeah, no. You know, so when you, when you
4: were saying that, Dimple, I was like, it makes me think back to my childhood and why I I still fear right or something about Gujarati food, but maybe it's because it was so inefficient. Yeah. It's amazing and because it's, we
2: actually have, like, daughter-in-laws and daughters emailing us, reaching out to us and going, oh my god, I made the curry, I made the no shak, and my father-in-law loved it, my mother-in-law yeah. loved it, and we're like, oh my god. It's and like that's a so big satisfying.
4: deal. Yeah. yeah. And, and the next question I was going to ask you guys is, uh, you guys have, what, 12,000 followers? I mean, that's amazing. 12,000 followers on Instagram right now. That's YouTube, crazy. 11, 12,000. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, you guys kind of answered it, but why do you think people are related to this so much? Like, why do you think everyone's, like...
1: I mean, I, I think that when we started this, um, I like to think I'm the ideal market. Like, both these girls are so well-versed in the kitchen, and I'm really not. Like, I'm kind of... I hated making Gujarati food, and I grew up in a really big family, and they all kind of made it. And I managed to skirt how to make it, and, like, learn how to make it. And so it was so complicated to me. Like... There's the vagar and there's like, you know, this the boiling things and like the soaking things and how long do you soak this and how do you make that and all this stuff. And yeah. so to me, this was so almost scientific or like logical in a way. The pot was so easy. You like put it in the pot, put a timer, and it was that simple to make something that yeah. I thought was so complicated. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of young Indians who grew up in America have that same experience. Like they're all now working. How do they demystify this? Like they want to get in the kitchen and do this, but it's so hard to do it. And this makes it a lot easier. And we're attracting that, I think, market of people who are Indian women, mostly in America, I think, that want to cook in the kitchen, but they just can't get over that barrier of how long it takes. Yeah. And I I think that it's also
3: just the reason why I think people are starting to follow is that it's not made up. I mean, it's real. And and you can test it. You can test the videos. It's not fake. Like, you know, you put the timer for seven minutes, it's seven minutes. Um, I think the other thing is that it's helping. People gain confidence if for those who never been in the kitchen before, or for those who loved being in the kitchen before, and just something happened within their life an experience or a child, or they changed jobs and yeah. something happened to where they had to come out of the kitchen, which is something they enjoyed. And because of the time factor, and what we're finding is that more and more people are learning that because this is a more efficient way, they're going back and doing it, they're igniting a passion that they've had before. Exactly. We actually had someone email us um, who said, I think she was the one that had the neurological disorder. Disability. Um, and she was a, she loved to cook. And then she was, you know, she got diagnosed with this neurological disorder and limitations, which was a demographic that I didn't even truly think about. Of course, it was yeah. just a really nice surprise. I think we all cried that morning when we saw the email. Um, but she had limitations in her hands and her um, arm movement and cooking was something she wasn't able to do. And then she started to watch our videos and she realized She could actually do those movements because they didn't require bending down and, you know, moving pots and things like that. It was just a one stationary thing. Um, And she emailed us and she was like, thank you so much for igniting that passion again. Um, I'm going to start pushing it with my other friends who have the same disorder. Um, So just being able to pull people back into things they really enjoy doing. Yeah. I think... I was lost in the, the, the pond or lake of being a mother and working and missing out on a lot of stuff. But this was a one avenue that you could actually help bridge people over. Yeah. And say, so don't give up. Like yeah. you could actually do it. It's just, you just follow us and we can help you get there. And you're
4: connecting with people that yeah. you would probably never have yeah. thought of. Yeah. And people, before. I mean,
3: people are. Emailing, like, all the time. I mean, I feel like we should keep a book about all the right. things that uh, no, we No, that's amazing. And I'm sure um, that one
4: email alone is that, like, this that, is that's worth it. That all this email was it.
3: very, probably four or five months later right. after we started. Yeah. Um, again, it was not a demographic that we were even thinking about. And even in my medical brain did I not even think that this would help a huge sector of medical patients. Um, but when we got that email, that that one resonated quite a bit. That's because awesome. it was... It, the, the notion of what we wanted or the intent of what we wanted with this channel, she proved the full intent. It's all the time To make it easy, to make it, to make it where you enjoy it, get in the kitchen, be confident with your cooking, and just enjoy your food.
4: Yeah, because a lot of it is confidence, right? Yeah. Like getting that confidence back because a, a lot of us, including myself, we just scared yeah. to go in there and, and make the Gujarati food right. or make whatever it is. Right. And, and so it's, it, it, it does help. Right. For sure. So then... I got to ask, is there anyone else doing this out there like you guys? Is it? Is there anyone else that
3: you're maybe looking to or,
1: you know, like, yeah, um, it's always good to have a competition. Sure. And I, I think that um, when we first Googled what's out there, it was really sparse. And there are a few bloggers out there now who are doing more Indian cooking and, like, incorporating the Instant Pot in their cooking, but not exclusively Instant Pot. So like, there's one girl we know named The Chutney Life. She doesn't do Instant Pot food, but she does a lot of, like, Fusion food, and I love following her. She's amazing. Um, yeah, follow I love her. right? Is her name? Yes. She's adorable. And then um, there's a couple of folks out there, kind of like um, who is it? Bhavna's Kitchen. Yeah. Uh-huh. She does all kinds of Indian food on YouTube. She's huge. Like I think half a million followers on YouTube. Oh, yeah. My mom loves, loves her. Tons <laughs> of exactly dishes. Amazing. Okay. But to my knowledge, as of right now, no one's doing it exclusively instant pot. Yeah. Some folks are doing like, two sleevers of so, like some some recipes, but she's more exclusive to like a keto, keto. diet, right? So there's no niche for. Indian Gujarati instant pot cooking, right? Okay. But or I mean, just Indian food and in the in yeah. Food. But we'd welcome yeah. more of that. I think. I think a lot of folks now are turning to YouTube to find out what to make. And yeah. So if there's more resources out there, the better. better.
3: Right. Yeah. And we try to do it to where people can cook along with the video. We don't want right. a video to be 45 minutes long <laughs> and then someone sit there and be like, "And where do I start?" So <laughs> yeah. More of a. Yeah hey, turn this on. Like my bubby emailed me one day or texted me. She was like, all I do is set you up and you tell me what to do yeah. and it's in real time. Well, so I think it's I think nice because the videos
4: aren't 45 minutes long. No, I watched not. a few and like everyone has the 10, 15 minute attention span right? right. And, and
3: that's what you guys get. Well, that's all you have. That's, that's all day, you have, right? Like who has 45 minutes and yeah. which just Enjoy a cooking show. I mean, <laughs> I wish. I, Food, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish we could listen to Food Network all day, of course.
1: Only Ina Garden. No, no, yeah, gosh. That's it. I yeah. mean,
3: you have this
4: audience now. What would you say? I know you have tons of messages, but what would you say is your primary message to your audience?
3: I mean, I, th- I think for me personally, um, as and I know everyone has their own thoughts. I think for me, it's just trying to help people. Not It's not just the confidence in cooking, but just a confidence within yourself to yeah. do something that you enjoy to do, do something that you may not have even tried before. Um, don't fear something. Just, yeah. just kind of get in there, take the guidance, do it, um, and feel confident doing it, and, and get the pleasure out of doing it. It's not a task. You yeah. know, it, cooking used to be traditionally... An enjoyment of part of the day. The women used to cook together. They all used to hang out together in the kitchen and cook. Then it became this whole like to do task, like this huge like, chore. Oh my god! Yeah. I came home from work and it's five thirty, and how am I? It became like it? a. It became like a negative. Yes, it just became a negative thing, and I, you know, for me and what I used to do, my clinical practice was: you need to focus on the meal, and you need to focus on that time with your family instead of. Oh my gosh, I have to cook. I need to hurry up and get done with the dinner. Hurry up and eat. We need to hurry up and clean the kitchen. And you miss that really valuable time of the day. Which is, I think, family. I feel like is kind yes. of the most important it is. time. It is, it's a very right? important time. Yeah. Statistically, you know, families that eat together, their obesity rates were less. Yeah. Um, and, but again, it's not just about that. It, it, it For more me, more. I think it's evolved to a more emotional confidence. If you're man or woman, it doesn't matter. If you're even a child, a teenager, it, Get in there, take the guidance from it, it and do it right. So that's kind of where I'm at personally. But I'm sure that the girls have a different perspective too.
1: Um, For me, and I don't have any kids, but I, I was born raised in America, and I find that my parents tried so hard to instill our Indian culture, being in America, into us. And so as we get further and further away from being Indian, I fear that we're going to forget some of these things. And so I love that this is making it a lot more approachable and making it, you know, to where there's no longer that dichotomy of men go to work, women stay at home. So then you have all day to cook and you have this whole kitchen to cook. It's one of those, we live in a Western society, but how can we integrate being Indian into that yeah. in a really purposeful way? Yeah. That's like actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so that's important to me. I feel like we shouldn't forget what mug tastes like, right? And that's yeah. like comfort food. Right. Yeah. And I want, you know, our kids all to feel like that's comfort food for them too. Yeah. Right, and you know I want us to solve, force our kids to also eat food that we all had to before see that right. we hated, which <laughs> now we love. Which yeah, really now has. we love uh, it. If i have like, mommy, my yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 that was like, yeah. that was part totally. of growing up. Right? Totally. And so I want them to be able to experience that. experience that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, a,
4: in a logical way, in a, right. in a present way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: I feel the same way. Um, I feel like people need to get back into the kitchen, and I think this is a great way to help them do that. And mm-hmm. um, same thing, like. I feel like so many people have put a negative stigma on cooking Indian food just because of the process, yeah. the, the timing, the situations. Um, and I just love that we have so many young people reaching out just going, oh, my God, I make guddy, I made kichiri, I made sewusell. And it's like their families are like ex- just Excited. ecstatic yeah. about it. So yeah. I think it's great. That's awesome.
4: Yeah. So ultimate goals, Dimple, what do you think? <laughs> what, what What would you want out of this? Would you want – I mean, no, seriously. I know you said maybe like – you would be a chef one day, but for, for this crew right here, your own show.
2: I mean, I think that would be really cool yeah. to, you know, be picked up by a network or do our own show or even be recognized by a chef or something. I think that'd be really neat.
3: Yeah. So. What about you, Bonham? Yeah. I mean, I think that an, a larger platform would be nice yeah. um, to to reach masses, you know, who are very intrigued by the idea. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, evolving to other things and maybe evolving to like living a balanced life, living a content life, yeah. you know, that kind of overall sector. Level. Um holistic yeah. living, you know, that kind of stuff. I I'm, I'm kind of big into certain things of that. Um so that was always something in my mind as well.
1: Yeah. Wow, this is a tough question for me. I am I feel like a bigger goal for me is that we're kind of starting a movement and not in a way like an instant pot movement. I feel like people in general are just becoming more like nomadic, transient, quicker lifestyle. Yeah. And we see oftentimes like people will literally stop using their stoves and just use the instant pot. And so I kind of feel like, I hope that this kind of spurs folks to understand that they don't have to be stuck in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. Like there's a bigger conversation here in terms of females who feel like they're obligated to be in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. so I'm hoping that the bigger movement here becomes that, you're not bound to owe a certain task all day yeah, or a certain role all day. All day. Right. Yeah. This, so. can, this can
4: be a role that anyone takes on. Right. Anybody. Yeah. Right?
1: Right. And I mean, I, sometimes I'll call
3: Leap I'm like, you need to pull up that mom video and you need to do it because I'm going to be late. And, and I'm w- like,
4: I'm will mom he mom do me. it? And he'll what do, he do, do it. it.
3: That's awesome. Or I'll be like, can you make ghee? <laughs> and then he'll be like, what? I'm like, the butter's in the fridge. Just make the ghee real quick because, you know, I, I'm not. But out. I think he sees you doing it and, yeah. and how it's easier.
1: When we first started, it was it was going to be a cooking show and yeah. to be really honest with you, I really didn't fully grasp what Bonham really did for a living because I'm not, I'm, I'm not medically inclined at all. Yeah. Until we started this show and I realized how much more in-depth her job is Yeah. and then I realized more and more like when we started cooking how much what we're doing with our Instant Pot is impactful for what your goals are like we're mm-hmm. teaching people in terms of like obesity awareness and then the more we delve into Instant Pot culture. All of us joined all these like Instant Pot Facebook groups and like support groups and all these things. And like my whole feed is Instant Pot. People utilize this thing as way more than just like a cooking Mm -hmm. utility. It's almost like I lost weight or like I used to have. Or I have that has become more. Yeah, I have diabetes. I have to do X, Y, and Z. You're like, it's just my wife passed away and I'm 80 years old. I don't know how to cook my own, and they start doing it on their own. Yeah, I've seen a lot of. It's incredible all the things that people are doing that they wouldn't do earlier. Yeah, they
3: have this like community now.
4: Yeah, and
1: so it's it's just it's. It's amazing how much more above and beyond
3: we have low carb meals to target diabetic yeah. patients. Now, diabetic patients have really hard lifestyles. Yeah. I mean, they just—they're always on, you know, checking their blood that. sugar, taking yeah. insulin, and if this can help them make meals but, more efficient, that's the biggest part of diabetes: making a meal proper meals, doing. right? That's
4: Alright guys, I wanna talk about the South Asian point of view. We are all brown here. Yes obviously. we are. So I gotta ask, was this whole thing initially geared towards South Asian women? Or was it not? Or was it kind of just okay, hey, we're we're Indian, so let's cook Indian food?
3: Well, I think I, I think part of it was. Again, the expectation, even in the newer era, is that even though you're working, you still need to cook. And your kids still need to eat Indian food. So you guys are feeling all that still.
4: Well, I know you're married and you have
3: kids. I I think that before, you know, I I had an interest in eating Indian food because I loved Indian food. When you start getting busy and then you start having children, you can't cook Indian food all the time. Yeah. Um, Then you'd start hearing, well, your kids aren't going to eat Indian food.
4: Is this from your parents, in-laws, or just community? Family, parents,
3: like, oh, they're not eating Kichdi. And I'm like, seriously in my mind i'm thinking in 20 years no one's gonna ask my kid if they teach me like for them to get into college like that's yeah. not gonna be something that really matters
4: yeah just have to eat harder every day right um yeah. so
3: fighting that my husband and i had to it really kind of hurt my feelings how, did, ha-
4: how does your husband feel about all this he stuff?
3: feels kind of the same it needs to be a very practical approach yeah um you know right now we cook Indian food maybe twice a week. I yeah. try to make a, a parent reason to make it. Yeah. Um, do I think my kids are going to eat Indian food every single day? No, I don't think that. I don't. Is it necessary? No. No. Um, I think it's a cultural thing. I think it's, it's not the fault of the older generation to think that eating Indian food is a very important thing for your children. I think they tie their heritage within their food. Yeah. And I think that if they feel that kids are not eating it, they're going to lose that. Yeah. Um, and what we have to do, what my husband and I have to do is be very, clear like hey just because they're not eating Indian food doesn't mean we're not teaching them about Indian tradition or and I also think heritage.
4: they think cooking Indian food equates to you making homemade food right right whereas right. they don't think if oh you make right. Italian or taco that's like cultural right or like that's right. exactly. like, not homemade Why are you eating
3: cheese all the time right it's like it's right. not bad yeah, yeah. while cheese. they're
4: eating muddu, you know? it's fine um, so
3: I think that in general <laughs> yeah. um it's right and then they'll be like oh you should give her a yeah like, Basic fat. You're just giving her fat. That's
4: just sugar sugar in cubes. It's It's so good. good I know. I still have some in my fridge right
3: now. I know. But um, no, so I think that this helped me um, calm that sector of the noise in my brain down. Like, oh, she's making sacanotally. You know, like, the question is, were you, were, you were initially gearing it towards South Asian women. Or no, you were just kind of like... What, I, think we, I, kind you of, know, I don't know if it was targeted just initially to South Asian. I think that what we started with was Gujarati food. Which just because was, you well, are. Right, just because I am. Yeah. And those are the things I had tried. Right? Sure. They were, we didn't do the test kitchen, and we had gone with things I had already done, which was basically Indian food. Yeah. Um,
1: and mind you that this whole thing happened between, like, a Saturday night musical, and yep. then like a Saturday. King Sunday of Boots thing. obviously. So like, you know, right. we had a, we had a week to figure out what we we're doing, so there was no real like business plan. Right, what's our goal? Yeah, it kind of just took off and how we thought it would right. take off. But we all had our own idea of what we thought was missing in the market and what we thought would be a good fit. I remember for me, um, I was in college and I came home one one weekend, and my mom's like, "You know how to cook Indian food?" I'm like, "Okay, well, all right. How do you how do you make half this stuff?" And I'm so um, can follow a recipe, but I can't like do like. Oh, hit like this much salt and like, do like sage knew this. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. And so I sat with her and I'm like, okay, I have a notebook out. Talk me through a recipe. I'm going to write it down and like put it somewhere so I can remember it. And she's like, okay. But she had no idea on the quantities of anything. Like, was it a tablespoon? Was that a pinch of something? Like, sure. There was like because they
4: don't they don't do it that they way. Just, and so yeah.
1: let's remove the instant pot out of this equation. We're literally putting recipes down of things that people had no idea what the quantities were. Right. Yeah. So like outside of instant pot, we're still putting down like okay, actually a teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of harder. Like no one, in my opinion, right now, really knows that. Or a place to access that. And yeah. so that was important to me. Yeah. In that week time frame of like, what are we doing? Let's figure this out. Like that was a really key sticking point. Yeah. We need to have like actual measurable items. So, so can I follow. guess
4: my question is, why do you think, because I know obviously my grandmother, great grandmother, my mom threw stuff in there, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's after watching. Otherwise, how would you know, right? Right. So why do you think we need these measurable items versus my mom or your mom? I mean, our moms who are like, just that. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, why, why, are we, why are I we? Do, we I do it too, though. Yeah. Do you? Without the so, it's,
3: it's it, so I, was, I was with Dimple. I wouldn't yeah. measure
4: anything. So the gut versus?
3: I think it's a matter of, um, So, and Dimple, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, when you cook with, you, as you grow up and you cook with your family women, You're essentially just watching their motion. Motion. What are they doing in what order? It's not a matter of quantity. I feel the Western side of our brain is more about how much of that. When do I put that? How long does it go? And in the Indian way of cooking, it's all in the way that you feel it and the way that you smell it and the way that it looks. And you're really in the the texture of it. And it's kind of a different experience when you're cooking that way. Um, but it was more of a motion thing for me. Like, okay, she's gonna do the vagar, that means she's gonna open that drawer, she's gonna go through yeah, the, this roll, totally. this, tray, this tray, and then she gonna throw that. And in in. in in my and mind, when mom. I
4: look back at my mom's cooking, my memory is how she put stuff yes. with her hand. Right.
3: Yeah. And, it's and that weird was weird way of doing because
4: that's the only like yes. that's okay. Okay, that's how I cook, right? right? Yeah.
3: But I still I do also remember you know my mom would tell me like her mom did not have the patience to tell her, and my mom was very much like I need measurements. Like, can you write this down for me? And her yeah. mom would be like, oh, I don't need to write it down. Yeah. And so the 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 generational difference was also there. Yeah. Because it was a social cooking setting, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Someone would be in charge of this, and someone yeah. would be in charge of well, this everything's thing. revolved around. The kitchen, exactly, and and in all, in
4: most households, right. And so
3: I think it's just the new. It's our way of um, approaching the kitchen. Um, I think people fear, like, oh my gosh, what if I put too much of this? It's okay. Do you think? Do you think that?
4: Do you think? us measuring it is losing a little bit of... I don't know. I don't don't know if it loses anything.
3: I think
2: it makes it easier for the, like, I guess the next generation to actually be able to do it. Right. Okay.
3: Without, like, staring at it. It's more approachable. Okay. I think when you don't grow up with it, like, if I put my daughter in the kitchen with me, and I don't give her guidance on how much of it to put, she doesn't watch me cook every single day. Yeah. When we grew up, we were in an extended... I used to live in an extended family, so three women would be in the kitchen, and all the girls had to be there. Got it. Now... The girls don't have to be yeah, in the kitchen anymore. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. having that overview of what you need to do step-by-step step helps, helps because they're not watching the motion every day like we used to. Yeah. Um, now, that was just the way life was then. Yeah. Life is different now. Of course. And, um, that, and that's why it's changed. Right. Yeah. And so I think that in that way, generationally, cooking has changed yeah. because of the way we approach the day what women are doing nowadays compared to what they used to do before. Yeah. Um, and so the efficiency factor is there. It's there. Um, and, you know, the one thing that I have noticed is some older women will say, well, why do we need to use the instant pot? We already know how to do it. And so I'm like, which I kind of love, you know? know, and so like my mother-in-law will say that, like, why do I need to use that at the beginning? Right. And I'm like, well, mom, like it, it just makes your life faster. It's only one pot. You can do all your gut in it. It's fine. Like, She's like, no, I'm just going to stick to my old way. And then, you know, she started to realize, like, she would have four pots on the stove. The girls are running around, like, pulling out her dress, like, not letting her cook. And she's like... Okay, can you get that pot out real quick so that yeah. we can check it out? And, you know, and so they you have to teach them it's not that you're teaching them how to cook, it's that you're teaching them how to make way. it faster.
4: And and she saw the baobi video, she's like,
3: Yeah, yeah. 30, 30k <laughs> downloads,
4: yeah. I got this. Yeah. She's she knows what she's talking about. That's funny you say
2: that because my mom is the same way. She had like three cookers on the stovetop and I was like, Let me make the baobji for you and ever since then she's like in love with the instant pot.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, I mean I think it's hard for them to kind of yeah. switch over, right? right? Obviously, yeah. since they've been doing it. Well, and it's lives. been ingrained in them, right? Like Great, yeah. Like, and like, to make food. maybe to make food in a certain way to right, make right. it seem like it right. was not work, but like, right, something they were doing, doing yes. Right. So then, do you guys see a lot of South Asian men kind of following the channel yeah, and, and engaging with
1: you guys mm-hmm. more than you thought?
2: I think
4: so. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, way more. When we first started, I, my guess was going to be it's going to be about like maybe 80% female, 20% male on the channel. And our demographics now include more like 60% female, 40% male. Wow. I would
4: have not have guessed that by the way. Very
1: different. And I think that we see a lot of people who are like men who have moved to America recently from India. Okay. Who are like here for like school or work and they miss home cooking. So we see a lot of that. They're like trying to access their home cooking from, you know, whatever. And they buy an instant pot and it's easy for them to do. Yeah. Versus like, you know. It's not the husband, I think, in the home. It's more like the young male who's here. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot. That's a lot great
3: that they're trying at
4: least. Oh, well,
1: completely. Yeah. Well, right? We, we the, get the most questions from them, I feel like. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, we also have the widower. Yes. Sure. Right? Yeah. And he always messages us. So he oh, messaged yeah. us. He's so sweet. But he messaged us that, you know, thanking us and being very grateful for the videos because um, his wife had passed away and he hadn't eaten any food in a long time. And so when he started to watch our videos he would message us and be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, we, I tried this, thank you for posting it, I haven't eaten it since my wife passed away. And so, um, it, that, that one was actually a really special, he's a really special one when he sends us messages because yeah. I think that's so sweet.
4: That is sweet. So do you guys get a lot of, um, non-South Asians? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So many people who are like, I love Indian food and I like, want to make it at home or I went to Dili once and I traveled with my husband and we ate a great biryani and I can make it at home now. And so I'm surprised actually like the amount of non- Reactions so yeah. that we have watching okay. the videos, That's awesome, a though. lot, more. especially
2: those that comment on the Indian videos, right? Yeah. yeah, and
1: surprisingly, like lentil soup is so popular in America. So, like all the dolls you make are lentil, lentil soup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So they're like lit on lentil soup. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's
4: the that, Is that what it is? So is it's called lit on lentil soup. What? Sure. Yeah, lit. <laughs> well,
1: could, I think the other. I'm thing trying to think of all these ideas for the, the name of this podcast. Yeah.
4: So I'm like lit on lentil soup. <laughs> That's a good
3: one. That's, That's good done.
4: Done. <laughs> done. Thank uh, you. Well, I
3: think the other thing is that because of this new wave of the way to eat, healthy eating, clean yeah. eating. Um, but the statistics are changing now. Before, yeah. we didn't have as many vegetarians or as many vegans or um, people who are eating low glycemic index foods. you know. So you have a whole array of groups of people who can actually access um, and do – Meals that fit within their criteria, which I think is also very interesting. That is very interesting. We always
2: try to put down a variation on the bottom of our recipes, we'll have like a vegan variation, or even like okay, Jane, people who eat like no onion, no garlic, yeah. and we'll try to accommodate. Because we all
4: them. know, as I learned from my previous interview, that South Asians have some issues with cholesterol, yeah, and yes. heart <laughs> yes. disease, and, mean, and all that stuff. So that, that's good. Yeah. And then you, you know, you're mentioning men, kind of the husband feedback, men feedback. Do you guys think? the dynamics and roles have changed in the oh, South yeah. Asian community. Not changed, because we all know it's not going to change completely, but the whole role of the woman in the kitchen. and the I mean, I know it's we, also- we we kind of hit on this a little bit. Yeah. But you guys are getting the feedback, and, and what do you guys think?
3: I think um, for me personally, I think that when I was younger, it had already shifted. My mom worked full-time. My dad worked full-time in the clinic. Yeah. Um, and it had to be balanced. You know, she had two kids. My grandparents used to live with us. Some of the year, um, and my dad had to help. Like, he had to help clean up in the kitchen, or he had to warm up food in the microwave. Or so you saw it first. I saw it, and A lot it of people don't, by the way. No, a lot way. of people so, don't. I mean, you I, you know, meaning our parents' generation. Right. I mean, yeah. I grew up in a very different household. My dad was a psychiatrist, so all kinds of things were different for us because of the stuff that he knew. Yeah. Um, also, my mom was very different in the sense of she wasn't very traditional. She had different ways of viewing things. Um, but I still remember that when my dad would wipe the table, my grandmother would come and she, my paternal grandmother, so my dad would Oh, she would, would come not be bueno. And she was like... Why is he wiping the table? She'd be like, hashtag ewokeo. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and my mom was like,
1: yeah. Yeah. and she'd yes. be like, yeah.
3: And so she'd tell my mom, and my mom's like, this is just the way it is. Good for, you know, good for on, good for can't your mom, do it, age. right? And so I was very fortunate to, to be able to grow up in a and household that, that way. Yeah. When I knew other people around me did not see what I saw. Yeah. Um, I think that for me in my life right now, I was very fortunate that Deepesh actually lived alone for a long time. Um, so he had already grown to be independent. Yeah. And he actually supports us balancing everything. So even the way we parent or the way that we cook or the way that we clean, it's it's how can we be a team to do it together and just get it done. For, versus the roles. And so I think that there is no we have no defined roles. That's and awesome. especially after you have kids. You have no defined. Okay. Um, if you give me a
4: role, <laughs> someone's gonna get slapped. Right. And yeah. so
3: you guys could probably speak What about you guys?
4: About How did you guys grow up? Like what was your So
2: I come from a super traditional family. Like my mom is still pretty, pretty traditional. Um growing up, I know that mom was in the kitchen. Uh she also worked, but you know, come home from work, cook meal, um, dad would sit down and eat, not really help with anything. But now I notice after retirement, dad's in the kitchen helping her, you know clean the vegetables, like, you know, do something. Nowadays, things, right? right? Oh, yeah. Like it's, like, it's like
4: after some time. Right. Like, when they get yeah. older, something yeah. changes. Yeah, I think mean, he realizes, right. okay,
2: maybe I should help, you know? And <laughs> even, like, um, my mom is so, like, she still has, like, the old school mentality, but Brothers in the kitchen, he'll do his dishes he'll make his own meal, and she's like, "What are you doing? Let me do the dishes but he's like, "I got it so i, I definitely noticed a shift in my family and I think it's great that that's they've, great. They've progressed so. which I think is a
4: very common story. I see a right. lot of uncles yeah. and fo- i mean like people I grew up with that are now all of a sudden I never saw got up get yeah, up once exactly right? growing up and now right. in their sixties and seventies yeah. mm-hmm. they're like right.
2: Yeah. But it's hilarious because my dad can't even make Johnny. Yeah. But like, it's, like, he,
4: it's so cute. But like, it's cute because you know, like, he still helps. Like, There's something about, something has shifted in there. Exactly. That, like right? he'll clean the
2: vegetables, he'll clean the table, he'll sweep the floor. Yeah. Like, he does it all. Yeah. Like, no, yeah.
4: even when my dad tries it, yeah. he, it, my dad's been doing it for a while. Right. But. My dad tries it and does it now. My mom actually just gets mad at him. I'm like, my dad, like he's trying, <laughs> trying you know? Exactly. He,
1: the poor guy, is like so slow. Aww. I know.
4: It's so cute. Anyways, That's go cute. ahead.
1: Um, I'm someone of Pona, of we had a, um, a very liberal growing up, like in terms of my dad was like treating my brother and I super equal. And so, um, for example, he went to college when I was in sixth grade and he was like, oh, your brother mowed the lawn, now it's your turn to mow the lawn. Like It was very much like whatever he did, I did, and vice versa. I so, had to mow
4: the lawn the whole time, by the way. I love you, <laughs> big brother. Married. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I did it
1: once and he was like, oh, poor girl, and then I stopped doing that. So, but he made me try at least once. But um, he always was in the kitchen cooking as well, so I never saw the whole only females cooking type of got scenario. It. And so it was interesting to me after I got married that that really was a thing. Like I thought it was like, we saw like Bollywood movies or Indian cereals. Like it wasn't real life until I got married. My husband, his family is very traditional in that way. I'm lucky though, that he's super um, curious and wants to get in the kitchen and like help out. But it's still, it's still, he's still confused. Like I can't take him to the grocery store. He's like, what do you mean this ingredient? How do I find that? I feel like literally make a grocery list with photos to show him yeah. what to get, otherwise he's lost because he didn't grow up that That's way. That's a hardcore
4: right? grocery
1: list. I try. Yeah, it's a learning. Tell him
4: right? I know,
1: I know, but um, it's it's interesting because I I just didn't grow up that way, and yeah. so when I hear Dimple's stories, I'm always like, really, does that still happen? And so yeah, I get it does it. quite it a bit. Yeah, and yes. so it, it was, it's it's always a culture shock to me still because I just never was in that scenario. Like yeah. I, my dad always cooked. He loves cooking. He still does. Like when we come home, he's like a big pot of chicken curry and like rice and, yeah. honey and like he's the one making it. And my mom's like, well,
4: it's good to know line. that's been, I mean, I, it, I guess growing up, I mean, my dad wasn't really traditional, traditional. I mean, my mom did most of the cooking and, and all that stuff, but still he was never yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to sit oh, no, back on the sofa and yeah. just rub my belly. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, well, I think that um, even for us, like when, so my in-laws moved back, moved with us probably yeah. like four or five months ago. And even like just, if Deepesh is in the kitchen, it's like a big deal. Oh um, sure. Yeah, you know, like mom will be relaxing on the sofa with her blanket, yeah. watching her show, yeah. hanging out with Sana. And as soon as she hears like the dishes crack, what are you doing? What do you need? You want me to do it for you? Can I do it for you? Let me do it for you. Let me help. and then she'll like hurry up and get out of the but chair. But that um, that's down. what needs to change. Yeah, and so and and Deepesh will say, I do not need your help. Yeah. Who can I help you with? I yeah. do not need your help. And so he'll pull out the popcorn pot because yeah. he loves popcorn and he'll do it all by himself. Like he'll get the pot, and he'll do it, he'll clean it, put it away, put everything down yeah. And then because he's lived alone. Right. Yeah. And now she's back in his life to help him, which I totally get it. And so sometimes she'd be like, I'll do it for you. And they're like arguing over the pot. It's like a cartoon. Like yeah. <laughs> and so the button like I will do yeah. it. And so I tell him, I'm like, look, she's doing, she's also the mother is for a different reason. She's fulfilling a time that she wasn't with you for 17 years. And that a part of you just needs to maybe let her do it. Yeah. But then it's also like, but he's like, I've already been doing it by myself. So, you know, it's you have to kind of see
1: both. But that was the biggest struggle. Like my mother-in-law lived with us for a little while. Like she wanted to do everything for him. Like he'd wake up on a Sunday and be like, I want da, 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 da. She's like, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll go pick it up. I'll go make it. I'm like. We don't need to go through all that trouble. Like yeah. he wants it, he can figure it I'm out. Surprised. Otherwise, you know, whatever. And so I realized after a while that it wasn't a matter of she wanted to do whatever he wanted to do. It was a matter of she found purpose through the yeah. kids, right? So it's that fine Which line fine. also. Yes, yeah. And yeah, right. so it's, yeah. it's like taking a step back and realizing that. If she wasn't there to do that, he wouldn't expect that I would do it. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. Right. You so, just
4: summed it up. I think right. that, that's what it and is. So if he
1: if he thought that I would also be there to do it, that's a problem. Yeah, right. But at the point where he's like, "I want this," and Mom's like, "I'll do it for you." Okay, that's just love. She loves yeah. him. She wants to do and it. Like, to do yeah. It. And residually, by all means, I also benefit because I got to eat as well. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. But uh um, no it's same that fine same line. exact
4: thing. Like right. when his parents come to visit, like he come he, if he does anything, his mom jumps, his dad is right. like I mean so many examples of, of <laughs> me being like part, like you know, do this, do that. His dad's like, he just got home from work. And I'm like, oh, Seriously? Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. I hate that one. Yeah. <laughs> but the worst is you're like, I also just got home from yeah. work. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, Thanks. I just got Thanks. home from
4: taking care of the entire health Yeah. Yeah. that's fine. Right. But I mean... Yeah. You got to step back a little bit. But, you know, and, I, but, think, but, I, think but I think the main the thing you said things. is that he doesn't expect this. I mean, this is a whole different...
1: Right. And But the thing is, what like Nipple said, they're so willing to learn. Right? Yeah. Like, my father-in-law, he's really old-school conservative, and he lived this for a little while, too. And he's someone who all of his life never stepped in the kitchen. Like, he would eat and leave his plate on the table. That's my father-in-law, like, too. Right. And, like, we'd exactly. pick it up for him and go to the kitchen and yeah. clean up and everything. Yeah. Right. And so, slowly but surely... I'm really persistent. And so after a while, I'm like, okay, this is tonight's meal. So dad, you're in charge of cutting all these vegetables. And he would do it. He's like, all right, I'm part of the household. I got to contribute. Does he have a daughter? No, No. he has two sons.
4: So that's why he's – it's – Pros and cons, right? But I think the right. pro is that now he has this daughter that he wants to be bonded with. Sure. And so yeah. when you say cut a vegetable, you going to be like, hell
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: so it's, it's I mean, kind of I mean, cool that way. He'll be like, I hate being in the kitchen, but you asked me to do it, so I'll do Cause it. Because
4: he wants to be your father. Like, you know, it's, yeah. like your, it's like his daughter. like his. But it makes our
1: relationship that. better as it well. It does, and I'm like sure. You contributed to the meal. I feel better about it. I feel like I'm not the only one strapped to do it. And yeah. just the fact that you're willing to do it that's huge. I think that's yeah. great
4: that you yeah. you are reaching. I need to learn how to do that. I mean because
1: well, I think want, I think you wanna wanna let feel...
4: some
3: stuff go.
1: Yeah, but they also you do want to feel needed, know? you know?
3: Like Yeah. I've learned over time that don't don't just pull the trigger and get really upset. I think that you have to you have to peel back and yeah. just look at the situation and then empathize for And the kind situation. of like when, when, where they came you from, you better. right? Yeah. Um and so sometimes you'll snap and I'm like you can't do that. Yeah. Like you, we have to understand their approach, they have to understand our approach and we need to meet in the middle
4: for sure. But
3: I think it's generally, I think it's going in the right direction. I don't think that they're always wrong and I don't think that we're always right. I think that they're, we're continuing to grow and evolve this relationship between a Older generation and a younger mm. generation, and,
4: and by the way, I think that's also true, not just here. I do think it's true in India as well. Yeah, I think so. I think 100%, things are changing. 100%. With, I, I, and I see that through my cousins, yes. and yeah. you know, obviously not maybe the same way as here, right? But there is it's there is a change, it's everywhere. and and mm. I have cousins that are living the old school conservative life and then the rich yeah. cousins who are insane in the membrane and yeah. doing cocaine. But like, <laughs> you know, like... That's everywhere in Bombay. But I just wanted to kind of sum, the, sum up the segment. General feedback from the South Asian community has been positive.
1: Yes. Super positive. Okay. I think that... um We've been really well loved and embraced, which are really fortunate, knock on wood, touch yeah. wood, touch wood, about that. And so, yeah, I mean, surprisingly, we have not had that many aunties who are critical of like, you use this masala and this is wrong and you didn't do X, Y, yeah. and Z. They're generally pretty appreciative of that we're teaching yeah. everyone else how to do something. They're like, thank you for doing this. And like younger people are like, thank you for teaching us. And so yeah. it's been really great. And again, I'm always impressed with the non-South Asians, yeah. to be honest. That's like, awesome. People delving into Gujarati food who are not, Gujarati.
4: Which is not easy. Gujarati food is not
1: easy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Awesome.
4: <laughs> I love you, mummies.
1: <laughs> Seriously.
4: Yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to talk about motherhood and work life. I know not everyone's a mother, <laughs> but we do all have busy lives. So do it's kind of count? about both. Do dogs count? dogs st- th- Dogs, of course, count. Foonam, uh, <laughs> I'll start with you. Do the girls understand what mom is doing? Do they, do they? Do you explain to them this is mom's kind of like passion? I,
3: I think I think they understand. Sahana understands for sure. You know what we're doing. Yeah, you know, she understands the idea that we film the video and then you can see it on the computer. I don't know if she understands the depth of what we are doing for the people who are watching it. Like I don't think she gets the depth of that. Got it. But she is very much in tune with the idea of like okay, Mom's filming a video and we're going to be cooking and everybody will be able to see it on the computer. Like, that's kind of where she knows. She gets really excited about it, actually. She wants to be in every single video when possible. She should be with Um, with that yellow dress.
4: Yes. It's super cute, by the
3: way.
1: Yeah. Like, she pulls a little chair up and, like, wants to stand next to Mom and, like, she, like, does all the actions and the movements. It's so adorable.
3: Um, After our second video, actually, one time I caught her downstairs and she was actually doing her own little peanut butter and jelly video. Okay, we're going to make peanut butter jelly sandwich. And she's just doing it on her own. Like, I'm not asking her to do it. Yeah. She doesn't even know I'm around. Yeah. And so I'm just standing there like, oh, my word. Like, she has absorbed Oh, my God. Her and Anya are going to be besties. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she she loves it. I think that she is very much in tune with it. Yeah. Um, cooking is another way I get to hang out with her. Yeah. So it also is a motivation for me to do it yeah. um, because I'm not here all day. And I miss out on a lot of stuff um, from morning. I mean, you're doing evening. a lot. You're
4: full time. Yeah. two kids. Yeah, I mean the hubby there, but it's hard. and then this is which is well, and, you, know. you know sometimes
3: you envy. I envy the fish because he gets to work from home, so he gets to be around them all the time. Like he gets to drop them off at school and pick them up from school and eat snacks with them. You know, there's certain things that you don't really think about during the day. Yeah, that when you look back, you're like, man, I really missed out on all that stuff. But you know, I think the confidence comes in for me that even though with busting your ass all the time, I think that your kids notice. Yeah. And oh, for sure. The they they will know. Yeah. I think having that confidence that, you know what? She may not be perfect at everything, but she's busting her ass doing it. I think it's a very good um, symbol for them as they grow up and something to look forward. Oh my to God. To put them is
4: huge. Chair. I promise. I mean, you know, so, this. you've already said it, but they know, yeah. they, they know in the deep of the hearts yeah. when they grow up. Mom, but it's,
3: it's, it's, it's been fun. And the kids have been great. You know, the fish has been great helping with the kids when we film. Cause it's a, it's, it's a lot of time for everybody, you know, yeah. and all of us work full time. And, and, um, so the family support of us doing, which is I was going to really ask cool. you
4: actually, then well, I was going to ask you guys, how many hours a week do you guys put into, yeah. <laughs> and, and your balance too, by the way, I know not everyone has kids, but everyone has a full time job. Yeah, or whatever. Right. So how many hours a week is, do you guys put into, is the pot with, with, with them? Do you, know, what'd he, you say? Like,
1: five to 10 you're thinking yeah. hours a yeah. week and that's I wish I could do more to be yeah. honest I wish we had so, we have so many ideas as a group yeah that I want to have the time to execute some of these things but by the time minimum in terms of like social media social, promotion, yeah. Mm-hmm. editing yeah videos and photos and talking about things and what we're going to be doing and
4: so the extra time basically the extra time that you guys have sure right? I mean sure. But
1: I will say this it, if we didn't spend time doing this I think we'd be hanging out anyway. Yeah, So like, now we're just hanging out. Yeah, it's just a supplement to what we hang out anyways. Right, right. So it's it's been good in that sense. But yeah, yeah, I think I I always wish we had more time.
4: So what, what about you guys? Has it been hard, dimple, for you guys to balance out this project with... I don't know a project I don't know what, you, call, what do you want to call it but
2: yeah I guess you could call it a project project
4: um I, don't, I definitely am not kind of calling it a hobby I feel right. like it's more than that yeah but
2: I think in the beginning it was a little bit hard to juggle and kind of figure out but I think once we got into the groove of it like I think I I got a routine going so okay same, I mean like luckily for me like I don't have any after work stuff that I have to take home so I mean I do have that free time okay after work so
4: okay yeah so it's kind of fit into your routine. right got it yeah what about you
1: I feel like I live on my laptop, on my phone at all times. And
4: so it's easy. Yeah.
1: I yeah. Just, if I'm not doing this, I'm doing something else, but, um, you, you make it work. Like, I think that we all want to do it so badly that you figure it out and you find time. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's, you are juggling three schedules. On top of which multiplied times two, because like families, husbands, kids, whatever else. Yeah. And so we have to determine, like, okay, what are we gonna film? When are we gonna post? How are right. we gonna do this? Right. But you you literally figured out and make it work. And like a yeah. prime example is we were all traveling together in Marrakesh in Portugal recently. We made it work. We filmed before we left, even though we all had to like pack and figure out like how to get out of work and get all this stuff done. And then we posted in Portugal, in Marrakesh. We're like, we gotta stick to our schedule. We promised our viewers every Wednesday we're posting a video. And I was two Wednesdays that we were gone. Mm-hmm. Posted remotely, but you just figure it out. Yeah, and so I mean, well, and I think that there was
3: one there was one message that we sent out to one of our viewers, and it was, um, you know, how do you guys do all of this? And I think that one of my biggest messages to people is don't think about how hard something is all the time because then you'll never, never do get it. out of it. Yeah, just don't think about that. Yeah, like, if you are interested in it and you purely love it, I I love IP with one of them, which is why we all. Make the time for it. it I it, pee with put it, That's easier to say. Yeah. Easier to say. If you have an interest in yeah. something, don't let your hard part of your life bog that down. Life is hard whether yeah. you
4: have... I gl- I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, my husband just landed at 745. Yeah. I've been with the kids for 118 hours. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I've done in between like yes. 18 different things. Yes. But coming here tonight, I I was so excited to come here. Like you said, it's not hard work if you love it.
3: Yeah. One of my biggest messages is, you know, no matter if life is hard or not, there's always something good about it. Spend your time to magnify what's good about it so yeah. that you can actually enjoy it. Exactly. And that's a really big, that's a big deal for me. Which is, I think, part of the cooking. And and, that, and one of the biggest things is is you surround yourself by people who can make you feel like you can do it. Yeah. I think it's amazing that you guys have found each other and like you get to work together.
4: She says that. I
1: literally just Google everything. Like my life mantra is, if I can't figure it out, I just Google it. Yeah, I think that it's good to surround yourself by people who may be
3: able to see a perspective that you may not be able to see. That's something that with our team we had. You know, each of us brings a strength that we see in somebody, in them or in her, and you bring it out. and. It just worked,
4: and I, and I just had to ask, because you mentioned the hubbies. Do you think, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, but do you think they're more engaged with yes. the cooking?
1: I think that for women, I both must speak for you in this situation, cause our husbands are friends, and I think they're really similar in this sense. Yeah, It wasn't the YouTube channel that became, that got them more engaged. They already were pretty engaged. Like okay. we we're lucky to have them in the kitchen helping out. Like in my household, I cook, he cleans or vice versa. And so um, we never had that kind of, I guess not problem, but it was never that deficit. And so it never caused it to become better. But I definitely feel like since this channel started, there's more picking up of slack on my husband's end. He's like, Oh, you're taping today. Okay. I got this. I'll handle the dog. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I feel like he's trying to contribute more on the household. Cause he thinks I have like two jobs now.
3: Yeah. I'll take it. And so yeah. I,
1: I get that reaction.
3: Yeah. Does Deepesh do that? I think with Deepesh he's um, very level set on having equality about everything He's very. He's always been very like supportive of. Hey, if y'all are going to film, I'll take the girls. Like, it's never like, oh my god, I have to tell him we're going to film today. Like, how am I going to make this excuse? Like, how am I going to tell him how many hours? You but know? he gets to and eat so, afterwards, right? He gets to eat afterwards, which is great. Um, but he happily takes the girls. He he sees how much enjoyment I get out of it, and I think that he just picks up and does it. Yeah. Um, he knows that I get to spend time with them, and I think for him, it's important for me to do that. Yeah, and so before I wasn't getting time to do that because I didn't see anybody for such a long time after having your second kid, you're stuck at home. Um, And so because of that support that he was saying, I was getting, he was very much of an advocate of, you know what? I'll take the girls. Don't worry about it. Just tell me when you're filming and we'll do it. Um, So I think that that general support from your partner, again, motivates you to do it even more. Sure. Right. I think it would be much harder or not doing it at all if I didn't have any help. Or if she didn't have any help. Yours is out, so romantic.
1: Like- I think for Div, I really feel like it's because I leave the household in the morning and he gets the house to himself to watch soccer <laughs> <laughs> uninterrupted for four hours. Like, you're going to go tape? Amazing. I got the dog. <laughs> Please leave.
4: All right, guys. It's my fun question round. <laughs> and I, I like to ask these questions to all my guests. So they're all the same. So first question is, what are you guys currently working on? And can you talk about any future projects? Uh,
1: I find this question kind of scary because I feel like we're still on the current project. Like I feel like we just launched like yesterday. Yeah. And we're not fully, you know, into a mature That's stage fine. yet. That's fine, yeah. Um, we have tons of ideas. Okay. And the struggle right now, as I mentioned before, is is literally time. We all work full-time jobs. And so I'm hoping that in the future we can – expand upon a couple of these ideas sure. our main goal is to get folks in the kitchen be efficient trying recipes and so all these ideas will expand upon that like Got it. last year we launched um these meal planning magnets that when came up with that are amazing that she uses and they're literally magnets to help you meal plan and so in the morning you get, get wake up you're like i'm making biology today yeah put it on the instant pot so whether Bunham comes home husband comes home it's like the magnets on the instant pot so you know what we're doing today and it's there you go. That's go, amazing. Done. But um, we have tons of ideas like that. I'm just hoping that all of us can make a it few of those happen. come to ha- you know fruition. Yeah. So that, that's kind of the game plan okay. right now. Is internal efficiency maybe to make us maybe, that's more right, productive. Yeah.
4: I'm going to ask you, Dimple. Okay. <laughs> Who would you love to sit down with an in interview? That's hard.
1: Wait, living or,
4: living or alive? Living or alive. Or living, living or not. <laughs> wow.
1: That's the same thing. How many, how many glasses have you had? Maybe three. Too many.
2: <laughs> That's really hard for me because I am a diehard sports fan.
4: Whatever. Whoever. Yeah,
2: I just want to so, know. Um, I think I would pick two people. I would pick Vikas Khanna. Okay. Because I followed his journey and it's an amazing journey from him being homeless in New York City to being an award winner and having all these books and having these shows and I just think he's really inspirational. Okay. And cute. Yeah. That too. Aww. <laughs> um... And then I think one other person I would pick is probably um, a sports figure. Um, I would say Troy Aitman from the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. He's, he's yeah. like my all time favorite sports I, I gotta say,
4: so I went to Flywheel for a while okay. to lose the baby weight. And I was next, my bike was next to his. Oh my gosh. So life, it, it, I was probably yeah. in like 30 classes with him. <laughs> the last class I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And, and that
3: was it. And he was like, yeah, dude, you weirdo Indian yeah. girl. Okay, cool. So, oh, yeah. I like what about you? I think um, I'm really intrigued by Richard Branson. I just feel like he has kind of immersed himself into everything. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting cuz yeah. not many people do Can that. Can do that. Yeah. And not many people take the willingness to do that. Yeah. He's, you know, he's learned about health and he's learned about everything. spirituality and he's learned about space and he's learned about money making and there, there isn't really anything he hasn't Can't touched dream. yet. We
4: <laughs> so I mean, hung out with Obama. I just think
3: um, he, I don't know. He's just a very intriguing person to me. I would love to talk to him. Nikki,
1: mine is so centi compared to y'all. Like, both my grandmothers—they passed away pretty early in my life. Yeah, they, I just never got to talk to them very much, but right. I hear a lot about them, and they shaped a lot of how my family functions, functions and why me. females are so empowered is because of them. So
4: that's amazing. You know. Yeah, I'm kind of cry right now. It's fine. <laughs> What are you not very good at?
3: Public speaking. Nikki?
1: Um, if you ask my husband, it's follow through. I
3: think for me it's being feminine in quotations. Because I'm a little rough in my things I that mean, I have I'm you tomboyish. Met, have you met me? Right. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so being girly. I don't, that, I don't I agree uh, with that. I don't think feminine is a word, dude. I think girly is the word, maybe. I don't know. Dainty? Dainty. Oh, dainty. That might be the word. Hmm. But that's okay, though. It's okay. It's I'm right. totally okay with that, not but I'm just not dainty. That's
4: good. Yeah. That's fine. What is your favorite word?
1: Possible or possibilities.
4: Amazing. Positivity. What profession other than your own, other than this, would you want to try on Instagram? Try your own brand. Besides the cooking thing, and I know you. I mean, I know everyone has their full time jobs.
3: So I always wanted to be a makeup artist, and nice. hair <laughs> <laughs> always. I never knew that about you. I, I love doing. I love blow drying people's hair. He's my thing.
1: Yeah, I love it. Okay, and I'm love, coming. Over. I'm coming over. Yeah, every time I wash my hair, I'm. Coming I love it. Over. Like Wait, is this? A... Like, Do you guys know this? No, <laughs> this is brand new to
3: me. I love like at weddings at family weddings I'd be like, do you need your hair your hair dry? I'll do it for you.
4: Okay, okay but I, my room. But I,
1: I will like tell this, when we we're traveling, she'll comment on every hotel's hair dryer. Which yes. now I now I find now I know why you do that. Yes, I had no idea why you do that before. <laughs> See,
3: I bring people together.
1: <laughs> you're you're that's together. what
3: I do. But I love you know I don't know I love playing with eyeshadows and makeup and I would totally okay, love we'll to play. be a makeup artist. Not you're on me. me. So you're a little dainty. But on other people, little dainty. Yeah, let me. Not normally. I got you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> Nipple. You
2: already
4: know mine. Chef, chef, for sure. <laughs> yeah, done. It's gonna happen. We're gonna make this happen. <laughs> I got right you.
1: I love this question. I feel like um, all my life I live like if my job didn't pan out, I could be that. Yeah. And my thoughts are always like flight attendant or yeah. like flight attendant, like CEO of uh, you know AT and T, or I like, could do that job better. Or, like I always think that all the time. Yeah. But I. Ha- again cheesy I actually really do love what I do for a living like I used to be in IT I had my job my my major's in MIS okay I hated it with a passion okay I quit and I was like what I want to do so I chose PR to have like zero PR background in terms of education so I love what I do but I constantly think like if I was to lose my job what could I do? Yeah. And I feel like I'd be a pretty decent flight attendant. But only like in first class. But you'd and be
4: like, first class. I wouldn't do I that. I wouldn't, wouldn't do that. Shit. No, no, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't
1: do that. You should be <laughs> like Emirates
4: first class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I would not do you like need texels to and, to and ginger ale. No, shit. no. no
1: you you'd want. be but like, like you
4: want champagne and caviar. Yeah. yeah. Or just F off.
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be good at that. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I'd be told I'd
2: be a good restaurant consultant by my coworkers.
1: You'd
2: be
4: the best one for You should totally I think so. You just seem like just the nicest person ever. I just want to hug you.
1: Right? You should. I mean, yeah. She's really huggable, by the way. I know. I
4: want to hug her in about a second. (laughs) (laughs) I was giving it it a couple hours. (laughs) She's a good cuddler, too. I know. I was like, I don't want to scare everyone. You won't scare anybody. I don't get scared. And I know this is a very cheesy question, and I got this from online, but I just, I love this question. I do. So, I really want you guys to think about this and answer it properly. It's my favorite one. I asked uh, what my Annie. Uh, if heaven exists, I know we're all Hindu and we're all reincarnations, but if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive
3: at the pearly gates? For By this way. life, I would want him to say,
1: or she, or, or she. she,
3: that I fulfilled my purpose that he had written or she had written out for me to help people and to live my life properly um, and to give the proper guidance to the children that I had.
1: Mine's
2: me be short and sweet. Um, I would expect him or her to say, you did good with your family and friends.
1: This is where I don't get senti. Um, welcome, girl. Calories don't count up here, so have at it. Yes. And then you mentioned just this life, but I'd, I'd hope that he or she would say something like, that wasn't your only shot. You did really good but you learned a lot and you're going to go back and you're going to do better. Oh.
4: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Well, thank thank you. Fun. That was really Ooh. fun. We awesome. love you guys.
0: <laughs> so I lost count somewhere around 5 glasses of wine or so that they had all gotten through. <laughs> Uh, thanks again to Nikki, Dimple, and Poonam for sitting down with Ummi for this very fun episode. Uh, be sure to check them out on their YouTube page, Instapotten with Poonam, and their website as well, instapottenwithpoonam.com. All their recipes are there, and like I said, we will link to them in the show notes. You can find more of our shows on the podcast app of your choice by searching for Ami Tuckered Out. Uh, social media handles are the same, at Ummi Tuckered Out. That's A M I T U C K E R E D O U T. And email us your cooking wins and fails, uh, Tuckered out at gmail.com. If you want to follow me, I'm everywhere at Nizar Babul. That's N-I-Z-A-R-B-A-B-U-L. Until next time, this has been Ami Tuckered Out.